We are Gathering of the Geeks, a podcast and YouTube show built around the things we as geeks all love. Hashtag we gather on Sundays. Thank you for checking out the one about new actors. I'm one of your hosts, Emmett, and I'm joined by the Del Lasso to my coach Beard, Chris Evans. How are you doing? Swell. How are you doing? That was going to be mine. Uh, I'm uh, doing. <laughs> I'm doing. Uh, I'm doing absolutely fantastic. How are you? <laughs> That's good. <laughs> I, I had a good one earlier, and then I forgot. I'm tired. So swell yeah, works. Swell, swell, yeah, swell was going to be mine. <laughs> but um, speaking of Ted Lasso, did you uh-huh. see that multiverses game? Oh, the it's like Super uh, Smash Bros. but with Super Warner Smash Brothers. Bros. Yes, I saw that. So there's a rumored uh, like character leak that Ted Lasso will be a character in it because okay. they Warner Brothers owns Ted Lasso. Right. So I don't even know how that would work, but I'm excited if that happens. Would he would he just fight you with jokes? Like I think he would throw soccer balls or something. I don't know. <laughs> I'm guessing that's what it would be. That 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 game is a, a pretty exciting idea just for all the type of characters they could have in there. Yeah, cuz it's all of Warner Brothers so they could Yeah. You know, you could have Harry Potter versus Game of Thrones characters. <laughs> that's what I want to see. <laughs> I want to see that or like Batman versus you know, uh, I guess Harry Potter. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Who else does WB have? I don't even know. I guess Bugs Bunny and stuff. <laughs> Just Batman against anybody. Yeah, well, exactly. And especially against Harry Potter. I think that would be fun. That's a good crossover. I think so. Let's let's see the boy who lived take on the other boy who lived. <laughs> I see that happen. No, and I, I like that. I like the, uh, the connectivity in that one. That's very good. Yeah, they, they can see each other, you know, we're mirror images. You're a magic dude, I'm a rich dude. <laughs> That's what it is. Gathering of the Geeks is available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Just search Gathering of the Geeks and you will find us. Chris, it was a weird week um, uh, in the world uh, as well as in um, the nerd space. Uh, a lot of things happened this week. We got trailers, we got TV shows, uh, movies came out. Um, you know, how, how did you manage your week? We talked off air that, and I talked about this last week where Sundays is basically the day where I get to catch up, um, on everything. Did you, did you use today's catch up or did you find some time, uh, earlier in the week to, uh, get some things done? Absolutely not. Sunday was my catch up day. Actually a couple hours before the show, (laughs) I read a bunch of comics and, you know, whatever I watched, I watched throughout the week, but for some reason, comics seem to just go really good on Sundays. I agree. I, I sat outside and read a little bit today. It's just a, a nice reading day. It is. It, it's it's well for me. It's not any less hectic, but it just seems to be the time I have. <laughs> Unless it's like some books, you know, I can't wait to read on Wednesday or even Tuesday. Mm-hmm. But you know, it's a DC book. But lately, it just Sunday is the day for me. <laughs> I really. Ooh, deep. <laughs> that's 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 a very dad joke of you uh, there, Grabs. Nice job. I always appreciate that. <laughs> you catch up. I relish Sundays. <laughs> so, uh, what would you would you read? Would you watch this week, Chris? Uh, so, I read Bloodstained Teeth number two, which was pretty mm-hmm. cool. I like the pacing of this book. Like it doesn't linger at all. It's very um, just fast paced. It doesn't stop. Mm-hmm. So, I, I like that. And I gotta say, the art is so different than what I'm used to. I just I liked it a lot. Yeah. Um, I read that. I loved Batman Batman Fortress. Did you read Did you read that one? 
I read it, and I, w- I hadn't uh, seen you tweet about it, but I've seen a lot of love um, for the book, for sure. Did you like it? Obviously, you liked it. What did you like? Yeah, it was awesome. And now, you and I were talking about the art uh, the other day, and now yeah. that I like the art, I still don't. The way yeah. that Batman is drawn is bizarre, and he has this weird, like, butt chin, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, it's Bruce Wayne looks different. Yeah. It's like a parody almost. It's- yeah, <laughs> I, I don't know. It looks weird. He reminds me of a character from like Ren and Stimpy, but um, <laughs> but yeah, the, the writing is really cool, and everything else looks beautiful. It's just him that sucks. But mm. Batman Fortress, that is one hell of a looking forward to more about that. Uh, I tried to read Legion of X, and I don't even know if I was halfway through, but I just put it down. I was like, nope. Cannot do this. Do not like it. <laughs> Can't do it. Cannot do it. There was a lot of, um, it's all dialogue, like constant, large paragraph type dialogue. Mm. And I don't even understand what's going on in it. There's another new character I don't, I'm not familiar with called Forget Me Not, I believe, which is strange in itself. And then Juggernaut's <laughs> in it, which I don't really like. And it's like, are you a not a, a Juggernaut fan? I am a Juggernaut fan when he's a villain. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> when he's a hero, I just don't get it. No, okay, gotcha. It's, it seems like when they try to make Sinister a hero, I don't get it. Mm-hmm. They have done horrible things to mutant kind and humans. Why are we sharing a table with them and toasting? I, I get you. Um, so, are, are they writing him likable? Or is it just... Like I, it, when I was reading um, House of and Powers of Ten, when Apocalypse was around, he very much still felt like a villain. Uh, the way he was being written and the way he was talking, are they writing and doing it differently for for um, Juggernaut and Sinister in a way? Sinister? No, he's still pretty much Sinister now. He he's a little bit lighter, like he's more fun, which I think is cool. I don't mind that. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Juggernaut, honestly, I only read the two pages, so I, I was done. <laughs> okay. He came at the point where I was already done with the book. So if, the, mm-hmm. if he is cool, I don't know. But this is when I sounds like, all right, this is enough. And uh, as far as Apocalypse goes, they did write him more as like a heroic character once mm. you got to Ten of Swords or X of yeah. Swords. Yeah, right. Um, but the, I, he was actually good in that, so it, it's okay. That was okay. I guess all the way they're written, mostly. But Juggernaut is just – Juggernaut and Sinister to me are just two characters I can't deal with being heroic. I don't know. Are they trying to make them like anti-heroes, like uh, Black Adam type of deal? No, they're they're like cops. They're like Krakoan oh. cops. <laughs> I love the sound of that, by the way. It sounds cool in theory, and I think it the idea is cool, but the execution is is just complicated. and They're just too much. Mm. Yeah, it's. I don't know. It, I, it, we've talked about you know the Krakoa age of X Men forever and ever, and this idea that like there's just so much going on, and you know too many books, and I don't know if it's watered down in a way. Um, what issue is Legion on right now? This was the first one. Oh, <laughs> you made it sound like it was like the fourth issue. Like, no, this is it, the it's, first been a, one. it's been a real hassle for you to read. <laughs> it felt like a hassle. I don't know. I, I might have to go back and give it another shot, but today mm-hmm. I would just not have it. <laughs> um, so I, yeah, I kind of read some of that. I read Little Monsters number three, which I missed a couple weeks ago. I finally read that. Yeah, four is there this coming week yeah i'm that far behind so i, I like <laughs> that and uh, i think that's the bulk of what i read now that i didn't read moon knight yet i'll get to it 
Mm. I think that's it. Yeah, Moon Knight number 11, eh? Yes. It, uh, the Return of Zodiac, I'm excited. Why Why is that uh, an exciting <laughs> thing for... Um... <laughs> it was more like five pages, perhaps. Why is that a big thing in, in Moon Knight uh, lore? Because he usually doesn't have, like, full-on villains. He'll have, like, a villain of the week type of thing, but not a yeah. full-on villain. And they built Zodiac up in those first, uh, I want to say, six issues. And we didn't see him. This is, this is the first time we've seen him since the sixth issue, I think. So hmm. it's we're gonna get, I guess, their um, their confrontation again or something. So it's it's exciting to have to give him a full villain. Nice. Other than Bushman. Yeah, you think the Bushman's ever gonna come along in this run? I don't well, I, mean, I guess maybe eventually it might. I uh, would way down the road, but do you think anytime soon? I, I don't think so. I think they're gonna focus on uh, Zodiac and then. I forgot when they're doing it, but they're bringing the um, the altars in. So, Moon Knight right. craziness, always. It's good stuff. <laughs> I think that was all I read, though. Just that stuff. Yeah, I didn't read um, anything this week. Uh, anything for new books? Um, I haven't even read the newest saga that came out um, this past week. Uh, the newest something is killing the children also came out this past week that I'm both uh, big fans of, so I didn't read that. Um, but I want to get into that Batman Fortress book uh, mm -hmm. a little bit more because you mentioned. Um, I saw some people online in the sense that I got to it felt very '90s uh, Batman, like from the from the Batman that I really started reading in you know um, Grant Morrison, uh, Scott Snyder. Um, even a little bit of the actually this feels a little bit maybe a little bit like the um Brubaker Batman. This feels like a, a Batman from a different era almost. Yeah. yeah, I could agree with that. Not just because Alfred is there, which please bring Alfred back. That oh I was gonna say that they need to find a way to do this so bad. They gotta do something with this dark crisis thing, something with the multiverse. Batman needs his Alfred back. I, I want Alfred back. <laughs> Mm -hmm. um, oh, actually, no. I did read. I read that DC versus Vampires Hunters, but we'll get to that. Um, okay. So yeah, this does not feel like a Batman comic I've read recently. Batman, it, it's mm -hmm. I don't want to say it's grittier, but it's it is darker, and not just with the art, but the way the story works. Um, there, there's a point where you see the Penguin. I don't want to spoil it, but he's mm -hmm. pretty vicious, and I haven't seen him like that. In I don't know how long. Yeah. Uh, and just the flow of the story, but I think my favorite uh, sequence is the rooftop meeting between him and Gordon. Mm -hmm. That exchange they have is just, I love that. You know, I love Batman and Gordon. To me, that is the dynamic duo. Mm -hmm. and, and it just really hits home with that. Yeah, it's interesting how they bring just the relationships. Like we just talked about Alfred, mm -hmm. wanting Alfred back, and it's because like this, like, I don't know. Trying to think of another Alfred book or a book that's Alfred's in. I think he's in um, the Sean Murphy Beyond the White Knight, or maybe he no, he's dead in that uh, one. Oh, is he? Um, yeah, well, he died in, in the, the second volume. He's in DC versus Vampires. Okay, yeah. So like they, they're. I don't even know what DC is thinking. Like they've had enough time; they could have brought him back. I wonder if they're just trying to make it feel like it it meant something in that Tom King. Run. I wonder if it's just because the writers don't want to mess with it yet. Hmm. Like they don't. They don't know how to bring him back. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's a strange thing. You can't just bring him back. But that's why I was wondering about this dark crisis thing. Something to do with the multiverse. Like, it's obviously either going to have to be 100% a hard reboot of Batman. Or they're going to have to bring an Alfred back from a different universe. And I don't yeah. think that's happening in the Zdarsky run. No. But also in the Zdarsky run, with, if you watch that teaser, it shows three yeah. Jokers. So I think 
you know, there's some stuff that maybe is not as off limits as we might have assumed. For sure. Unless that is just a tease and it doesn't mean what we think it does, but there's three Jokers there and they're all distinct looking. Mm-hmm. Which, as you know, as everybody remembers, that's what that's same thing like that story had. There's three distinct Jokers. Yeah. One of them kind of reminds me of the Batman Beyond Return of the Joker. Oh, yeah? Yeah. The, the one the, on the right. Oh, yeah. I'll have He's to wearing all black. Yeah. 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 So they're not long away from um, Zdarsky jumping on Batman with Batman 125, I think. Cannot um, wait. In July. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Amped up that one. So, what about this uh, DC Vampires Hunters book? Well, you know, I didn't like the uh, the, the mainline book, the DC versus Vampires, but I yeah. saw this was um, a Damien book. So I wanted to mm-hmm. read it. It was pretty cool. Yeah. I was a little bit lost. Um, mm. Like, I didn't know that uh, certain people were vampires, certain people weren't. Like, Black Mask is a vampire. Okay. That was an interesting thing. Mm. Um, I liked that. I liked the artist for the most part. But just the idea of it, Damien is trying to protect the heroes, but he's a vampire himself. So that was that was an interesting thing. But I don't... I think it's a one-shot. If I'm not uh, mistaken. That's... Yeah, that's what I was uh, under the uh, understanding as well. And I'm not sure. I assume they're going to be doing more of these. I don't know. I, I probably wouldn't read them, to be honest. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't. Like I said, I didn't like the mainline book. And this one, I, yeah. if it wasn't Damien, I probably wouldn't have looked at it. Yeah. it's uh, That cover is pretty, uh, pretty rad. Yeah, it's got a cool cover. Mm-hmm. It's a cool book, but, you know, I just, I, I'm not into it. Yeah, I didn't. Uh, I think I read the first two issues of that one, um, and it just didn't do it for me. Matthew Rosenberg is the writer of that book. Mm-hmm. I have a hard time getting into his stuff, um, whether it be Marvel stuff or he's got an indie book right now. Um, what's the furthest uh, place from here? Yes. Which was pretty, you know, image hyped that one up pretty strong. Um, I thought the first issue was incredibly boring and lame. Um, <laughs> But, you know, Matthew Rosenberg is a big up-and-coming guy. Um, you know, he's seemingly got kind of DC's, um, kind of like the Tom Taylor thing going on, where I think he can do whatever he wants to do if he wants to. Um, I don't know if he's a good seller or not, uh, I but I just, I'm not a big fan of his writing. I don't know if he's, as, uh, no offense to Matthew if he's watching this, we, we've spoken before. but uh, <laughs> Yeah, that's why I'm digging, that's why I'm sticking the knife in his back. Right, we, we've spoken before, Matthew. <laughs> Um, no, I, I don't know if he's at the level. I, I agree with that. He probably can go wherever he wants, but I don't yeah. know if he's, he, his name carries the same, um, admiration that Tom Taylor's does. Cause typically mm-hmm. if you hear Tom Taylor's writing a book, you're going to read. Uh, I am hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah. I mean, I, even when I didn't like the detective book he wrote, I think it was called Battle of the Detective. I didn't like it, yeah. but I checked it out. Oh yeah. Um, I, I don't think Rosenberg is like that. There was something he wrote I liked, but I can't remember what it was. Hmm. It was a while ago. It was before that indie book was coming. Uh, it was an indie book, though? No, it was before the indie book. I want to say but, it was something but DC. But it was an indie book? No, I think it was something DC. Oh, okay. Um, I don't there's one thing that I did like. He he wrote a book, um, and it's by the same person he did um, the furthest place from here from. It's called Four Kids Walk Into a Bank. Mm-hmm. Um, it's about a group of kids, like Stranger Things age kids, and they um, get wrangled into robbing a bank for one of the kids' fathers who owns money to like a biker gang or something or something. Okay, um, it's a lot of fun. Um, Sounds interesting. Yeah, it's an it's just an interesting book. Uh, I'm looking at his credits here. Um, I'm not sure. Oh, grabs her four kids is great. Yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. 
Um, yeah, I'm not sure what you would have read. I don't um, know. He's Something. got a pretty pretty big list, though. Marvel, DC. Uh, he wrote uh, Archie meets the B-52s. Oh, wow. I got to go pick that up. <laughs> yeah. I do like the B-52s. <laughs> Archie, I could do without. <laughs> Although I did want to read um, some of the newer stuff, because like the Archie meets the Predator or something. <laughs> so I think, yeah. And there's another one, too, where he... Yeah, they had some it. crazy crossovers. Those look fun. Yeah. yeah. Those are always so much fun. Was there a Scooby-Doo one, or am I just thinking there should be a Scooby-Doo one? I think you maybe just thinking about the Batman and Scooby-Doo one. Which is awesome. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. <laughs> That's great. That and Batman and Ninja Turtles. You can't go wrong with either one of those. Yeah, I'm, I'm a big fan of those ones. Um, oh, I think there's geez, three arcs of them, three volumes. Oh, no, I meant the animated series. Uh, not oh. the animated movie. Yeah, I was thinking. Well, I was thinking about the comic book from our good fr- uh, from our good friend uh, James Tynan. Yeah, I read some of it. It was good. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's not a very high endorsement endorsement there, Chris. It was good. It was good. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I didn't really read anything aside from old um, older stuff this week. But I re- I was telling Chris that I've been just so invested in watching things right now. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of things this week. Um, Top Gun Maverick came out. We got the trailers for um, God, Love, and Thunder, or the second trailer. Was that this uh, week? Yeah, that was on Monday, I think it was. Oh. Which feels like 100 years ago, by the it way. It does. Because um, I was going to mention that I watched everything everywhere all at once, and I think I watched it on Monday, or I think it was Monday night. Uh, and it feels like I watched that movie three months ago. Um, I don't know what happened with this week. It was just the weirdest thing ever. Mm-hmm. Have you got a chance to watch um, everything everywhere all at once yet? No. So I, I tweeted about it that it uh, that I, I I wish it was called everything everywhere a little bit at a time. Um, <laughs> there's like this movie hits you in the face for two and a half hours as soon as the movie starts, like from just simple dialogue where um, I think her name's Michelle Yao or Yo. Um, Yo, I think. Yeah, the, yeah. So her and her husband and her daughter are just talking and they're all having three separate conversations or two separate conversations. And it just feels like they're hitting you over the head with what this movie is going to be like. And you're like, uh, Oh, okay. This is, you know, you got to really pay attention with the dialogue. Cause they switch back from um, English. And I, I, I think it's Chinese or mm-hmm. I'm not sure which, if it's Mandarin or, um, or what it is, but it switched back and forth very uh, often between subtitles and English. So you got to pay attention right away. And then, it has some of the weirdest things you will ever see in a movie in, in the, in a most PG 13 way. Good or bad. It's great. Okay. Like good stuff. Like I, 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 have you seen any of the trailers for it? Yes. I saw the, um, I think the initial trailer put in theaters and it, I thought it was very cool. Did you see the thing about their hands? Have you seen anything about their hands? I don't think so. I don't want to spoil it for you because it's just it's it's just craziness. But there's a there's scenes in there that involve Jamie Lee Curtis, which I didn't know was in the movie for mm-hmm. as much as he was, um, and Michelle uh, Yeoh. There's a scene between there's a couple scenes between the two of them that make you. If I was to describe it to you right now, you would give me the weirdest look. But then when you watch it, you actually feel very uh, emotional about the whole thing and uh, heartwarming. Um, okay. And, in, in a certain way, yeah. It, it, this movie is beyond expectations. Um, okay. 
like so it, it's it's funny that it's a multiverse movie which is um you know it's about multiverses uh, different universes and uh, different realities and it came out the same kind uh same kind of time as uh the multiverse of madness mm-hmm. uh, which i found was very interesting anyways it's the weirdest most strange um hard-hitting um crazy movie that i've ever seen um i wish it wasn't so long it's two and a half hours or two hours and 15 maybe 20 minutes um it's a little bit too long um it's definitely a movie you should watch um i don't know if everyone will like this movie because of like i was saying it hits you over the head for those two hours non-stop and doesn't let up until that final scene um yeah so i recommend that highly uh zeddy will know what i'm talking about I, i think he was a big fan or I know Nico is a big fan of everything everywhere all at once. Um, but yeah, it, it, if it could just tone it, if it turned down one notch, it still would have been a great movie and it probably would have been a little easier to digest. Yeah, everybody I've, anyone who I know who has seen it seems to love it. Mm-hmm. Like, absolutely adore it. And I think it's pretty cool that it's getting those kind of reviews. It's just, you know, also, um, we talk about, uh, we've talked about this before. We don't just like comic book movies, we like all mm-hmm. kinds of movies. Oh, yeah. So it's great to have such a variety in theaters again and to have so much, um, so many high quality things to watch, whether it's Top Gun Maverick or mm-hmm. um, this movie or even like the Northmen. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sonic the Hedgehog was amazing. Yep. You know? <laughs> yep. So it, it's just nice to have the, the variety in, in theaters again. And I'll get to this one as soon as I can because this is high on my list that I want to watch. Yeah, it, it, it's been high on my list ever since I saw the trailer. Um, mm-hmm. Just because it took like a a superhero idea, you know, multiverse, uh, science fictiony, but mm-hmm. it put it into an, an indie like uh, this one's an A twenty four movie. Um, it just it, it turns the whole genre on, on its head. It's so crazy. Zeddy is putting it putting Top Gun over the Batman. That is a tall order, sir. He he told me this the other day, and I almost dropped my phone. I was so surprised when he said that because you know Zeddy Zeddy was championing the Batman for what two three years. Like, yeah, Zeddy was as long as I've known Zeddy, all he talks about is the Batman and, and everything about the Batman. Um, and to hear him say that, I was so surprised when he said that. But it apparently is amazing. I didn't get to go see it. I was supposed to see it on Thursday, but um, I got too busy, so I'm hoping to check that out tomorrow if I have time. But I'm excited. Everybody loves it, and it looks cool. Yeah, I can't wait to watch it on my TV at home. Yes, Battleship uh, yeah. does blow the competition out of water. <laughs> I'm waiting for Battleship 2, but like Rihanna is the new lead character, and they just have like a passing of the torch moment between her and uh, Taylor Kitsch. I'd like to see that happen. Yeah, I, I want to say thanks to Grab. Thanks for the continuity. Uh, thanks for linking our shows together. <laughs> brings, it all, brings it all around. I'd like to see like Taylor Kitsch hand her a battleship piece, like a little ship. <laughs> like they do a handshake, like you know, and they pass it. <laughs> or, I mean, yeah, your game handshake. We see that we see you know it's like she opens her palm. Oh, there's a little battleship. <laughs> they pass the torch. Kind of like have you ever seen? Um, they call the rundown with the rock. And, and uh, what's his name from? What is his um, name? Sean, oh, Sean, Sean William Scott. Scott. Yes, that's it. The blonde guy. I haven't seen it. Okay, well, there's a moment where Arnold Schwarzenegger, like for no apparent reason, just walks by <laughs> the rock in the movie, and that was like the passing of the the passing of the torch. Right. 
It was like, dude, the rock is like his second movie. He just came out of the Scorpion King. What is this for? <laughs> he, run- he wasn't ready to. He wasn't ready to pe- get past that torch yet. No, the rundown is is fun though. Yeah. <laughs> oh, is that what he says? Grabs you up. I don't, I don't remember. <laughs> it, it's it's something really bizarre. It's like, what is this even for? And also, how much did they pay Arnold to be in that movie? That's another thing. Yeah, it probably just as much as The Rock <laughs> to be in that movie back then. It was crazy. Uh, his his, his uh, check was probably the budget of the movie. Mm-hmm. Oh, The Rock, that's his favorite rock movie. Ooh. It is a good one, though. It is pretty fun. What the, What's your favorite rock movie that he's in? If you got one, can you think of one? Yeah, isn't it tough? The game plan, I think. Really? I actually love the game plan, yes. <laughs> the game plan or, um, I don't know. I, I actually really like Rampage. Yeah, Rampage is my is my pick. Um, I could, or, and the other one, just because it's my family, we could watch Moana every day. Oh, can we count Moana? Of the week. I'm going to count Moana. because I'm going to go with Moana. <laughs> my family can watch that movie every day. We can listen to the soundtrack every time we're in the car. So much fun. Oh, I can watch that in Canto like back to back and just that's my day. Yeah. So well, Rampage is so good. I was real that's another one I was really surprised about. Um, you know, it's, it's based off a video game where monsters punch buildings. Um, the, the best part it, of yeah. it, the, the best part is that it's the rock who who finishes off the giant alligator. Not no. the ape. It is the rock that finishes the giant alligator off in the movie. Mm-hmm. Spoilers, but hey, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's been out for a while. Uh, speaking of The Rock, did you see that we're going to be getting uh, the Black Adam trailer soon? June 8th. I did see that. I'm pretty excited. Yeah. I was going to say, and he's been posting a bunch um, lately. I guess they've been doing the reshoots yeah, they have. Um, for the movie. He's He's been posting a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff. Um, a lot of just him looking like he's um, the biggest, strongest, most muscly man in the whole entire world. So about that. Yeah. Why does he keep needing to remind us that the suit has no padding? Like we get okay. it, we're a roided out monster. We understand. <laughs> Why do you gotta keep bringing it up, man? He's 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 excited, man. He worked his entire life, you know, to be in this movie. Well, I hope it's he not was cast sure. in this movie when he was two years old. Apparently, <laughs> he was like, "I'm Black Adam." That was, those were his first words. Apparently, hierarchy. <laughs> The hierarchy. Wait, what does that mean? Hierarchy. (laughs) No, but really, I'm very excited for the movie and to see the trailer. Mm -hmm. Um, I think he looks great in the suit, too. Yeah. You know, that's something I was very curious about beforehand when they announced it. Like, well, how's it going to look different from Shazam's suit? Is it just going to be a black version of it? You know, black and gold, or what are they going to do with it? And I think it looks different enough, but it's still very recognizable that they wear the same thing. Mm Mm-hmm. So pretty cool. Yeah, I'm excited about it too. Um, I'm trying to think what movie it would be coming out with. Um, I don't know what movie's coming out next uh, next week. Uh, oh, uh, Jurassic World. I was gonna say it's probably Jurassic World. Yeah, probably right. Jurassic World. So that's right. Is that this uh, week? Just, it's next week. Yeah, June 10th. Oh, okay. That will and be. then the uh, the rocks are on June 8th. The trailer for Black. Yeah, it's gonna be with Jurassic World. Then. Maybe yeah. the rock bottom with T Rex. <laughs> now that's a movie I want to see. <laughs> I'd watch it. Put that in Velocipaster, like a, a midnight movie back-to-back thing. Let's do it. Yeah. 
another thing that I watched this weekend or started this weekend, started on Friday, was Stranger Things Season 4. Uh, Chris, have you watched any Stranger Things? I've watched the first two seasons, and I watched the did first you? episode of Season 3. Did you, did you not like it, or you just haven't you just didn't get to it? Or? Uh, I watched, and I was like, okay, I'm done. <laughs> hmm. I, it's not that I didn't like it, just I, I didn't have the time to sit there and watch all of it. And I, it didn't really like mm-hmm. it. It wasn't something where I said I have to come back and see what happens. How are you liking the, the new season, though? Yeah, it's okay. So I'm watching it with my daughter, which is kind of fun. Um, you know, me and my son bond over Star Wars, which we'll talk about, um, and, you know, dinosaurs and all that kind of stuff. So this is one of the first things that me and my daughter are actually uh, watching together for the first time, um, which is kind of painful a little bit because she would, you know, sit in front of her, uh, sit on the couch and watch her iPad for, you know, 12 hours a day and watch the entire season just like that. Uh, but we're spacing it out. We've watched uh, three episodes so far. It's tough. They're an hour and 15 minutes each episode. Oh, that's long. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not like a 45 minute episode or 50 minute episode. It's like that extra 20 minutes or, you know, half hour is a little tough. Um, I've had a real love hate relationship with Stranger Things. Season one is great. Mm-hmm. I think season two is bad. Yes. I think season three is great. Um, and now we're into season four. So, I, you know, I like it when the crew is all together. Um, season one, they're pretty much together, you know, a lot of the time. Um, season two is different because Elle kind of does her own thing. Um, and then season three brings them all together again. So this season, um, I'm not sure if you've seen the trailers or you know the story. Some people are in California and some people are in Hawkins. Um, so the crew is not all together. So I like it when they're all together. But the crew's so big now that, like, one crew has you know, five or six people in it already. Um, but I, I'm waiting for the, you know, for all the heroes to come together. That's what I like to see. Um, it's really strange how old the kids are. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's it's really strange in some cases. Uh, Mike, especially, he's, you know, seven feet tall. Finn Wolfhard is so tall and so skinny. He's so strange. Um, you know, Millie Bobby Brown's, you know, so it, it's just so different. You know, the, the show only came out, I think it's three or four years ago. Maybe four years ago. Oh well, yeah, it's about four years. I think. I think. Yeah, years. it seems like the kids have aged twenty years. Uh, yeah, in that time. <laughs> well, yeah, that's the, the interesting thing when they they make these shows with children and they expect to make more. Like Shazam's going to have the same issue, or is having the same issue. Yep. Kids grow up pretty quick. Went from thirteen to eighteen. There's a lot of growth mm-hmm. there. I mean, even at, when you watch Ghostbusters, um, McKenna Grace, she looks like she's a twelve year old in that movie. Yeah. But if yeah. you'd seen her when it was it was being promoted, I didn't believe it was the same kid. Mm-hmm. It'll be interesting if they make a sequel to um, Afterlife and she's in it. How you know they keep her as the cute nerdy one rather than she'll just be you know as old as um, Mike and his girlfriend by the time this movie comes out. Did you see there's going to be some kind of Ghostbusters announcement? Uh, I think first week of June. I did not see that. Yes, there's some kind of announcement. I don't know what it is. Hope it's a sequel, baby. I hope so too. <laughs> I hope so too. They could maybe they do like a crossover with Stranger Things. See, that would be amazing. <laughs> I would watch that. Stranger Things feels a lot like Power Rangers when the OG cast got too old. It almost didn't feel as compelling anymore. Hmm. Okay, I go for that. Is that what you're feeling too? Yeah, I'm not. Maybe. Um, I'm, and I'm, I'm tired of this L. I'm only three episodes in, but Eleven is. Um, I don't know. Her storyline isn't doing it for me. Um, I don't know. It's just it, I, it's still too early. I think it's only three episodes. You know, Hopper's kind of 
still doing his thing wherever he is. Um, you haven't watched, so it really doesn't matter. But, um, you know, I'm just waiting for that crew to come together, waiting for the storylines all to converge. Um, but so far, it, the budget is incredible. Um, you know, the visual effects in, in the first three episodes are pretty crazy. Um, you know, it's it's an interesting thing considering the week that's happened in the world. There's a lot of kids dying in the, in the first three episodes. Um, not in, obviously, in supernatural ways, but it's still... I don't know. Something about kids dying at a certain time, you know, doesn't feel right sometimes. Um, but we'll see how it goes going forward. Hold on. So, so I guess that doesn't feel right sometimes. Usually, I, I'm the one with the weird that says the weird I, stuff. Yeah, usually, usually in TV shows and stuff, I'm usually okay with it. Um, I remember um, when I watched. Um, <laughs> I remember when I watched uh, Rob Zombie's Halloween for the first time. Mm-hmm. In the first half hour, 45 minutes of that movie is basically just young Michael Myers, young Michael Myers just killing kids. Um, just what sometimes, yeah, like he, he meets that one kid in the woods. Um, he hits him on the back of the head with a log. I think um, I may have blocked that movie out. Just yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, it grabs, yeah, grabs posted that about Barbara. Uh, there's a callback to that in season four. Where is Barbara? Like, why did they just left her dead? That's horrible. Yeah, there's a callback in season four about uh, the horrible things that have happened in Hawkins, and they they show her scene of her in the pool again. <laughs> I was thinking of watching like a recap just so I could watch season four because I don't want to sit through season three. It, yeah, and I just kind of want to watch a recap. Maybe I'll I'll catch up. But you know I me, mean, I always have a backlog of things to get to. So <laughs> see, see, season three, uh, three is good and four is good because uh, Maya Hawk is in it. Uh, mm-hmm. Uma Thurman's and Ethan Hawke's daughter. Um, she's great. And she was in um, the Fear Street uh, show as well for that first little bit. Oh yeah, yeah. Watch any of those ones? Anyway, she she died pretty quickly in the in. She I think did. it was the first one. Oh yeah, she's like, she's uh, the first victim if I remember. Her. Yeah, that, in the mall. Um, yeah. yeah. So anyway, she's great. I love her in uh, season three and season four. She's um, just as good as well. So that's what I got into. But um, I'll ask you what you watch. But I wanted to get into Kenobi as well. Um, but uh, would you watch anything else? Well, before I do that, I yeah. do have to watch Tomorrow Grabs because I want to be in the know and I want to know what everybody's talking about. Because actually, one of the things I didn't watch season three, or I haven't finished it, because I know the spoilers for it. Mm. So I kind of feel like, well, I don't have the context to it, but I know the big cliffhangers and stuff. So it's like, why am I supposed to watch this? <laughs> yeah, it, it, that is tough when you know what happens and you still have to watch it anyways. Yeah, it's like, you remember the movie The Others with Nicole Kidman? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I knew the ending to it before I went to the theaters. So, like, <laughs> so it kind of ruined the whole thing. It's like, well, this sucked. But um, anyway, what did I watch? Uh, you know, I watched something. I watched something. Mm-hmm. What did I watch? <laughs> I don't remember. But I watched I, something. Okay, well, let's talk about uh, Kenobi. I did watch uh, Kenobi, yes. Episodes one and two dropped mm-hmm. um, this week. Uh, what'd you think? Uh, so. I think as a whole, they're magnificent. I mm. think separately, they are messy. Okay. Um, the first uh, episode, I think, could have been trimmed down a lot. Mm. And they could have just made one episode. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sold on Reba. I think that she's very over the top. And she kind of mm-hmm. just walks around being intimidating. I'm not into yeah. it. Mm-hmm. It reminds me of the villains in the Masters of the Universe movie, if you remember that. <laughs> I never saw it. Oh, well, okay. <laughs> so the villain group basically just walks around looking menacing and not really doing anything. Okay. And that's 
that's the exact vibe I got from them. They're also very different looking. So like you have Reva, who's kind of just like a human. Mm-hmm. You have um, the Grand Inquisitor, who looks like he's got a basketball for a head. Yeah, weird ear pods on too. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, those look like they're noise canceling. How does he hear anything? <laughs> yeah, um, that's what I was thinking. You have Sun Kang. I don't know the character's name. I think he's the fifth. Uh, brother, fifth brother, is that what he is? I think fifth, I think fifth brother okay. is his name. Yeah, I think he has a cool look, but he doesn't do anything. Yeah, and then they introduced the other character in the second episode who does nothing. The, the with the more lines on her and the braids, I think, or maybe it yeah, was yeah. the Twilight things. I don't know. <laughs> um, but I enjoyed the. I, I really did enjoy the two episodes together. I just um, separately, I think they're messy, but together they are pretty good. I'm glad they released them together. Yeah, it's interesting how much doesn't happen in the show. Yes. Like a, a lot of Obi-Wan going to work, going home, going you know, to work. Why home. did we need to see him do that like three times? Well, I think what they were, they were trying to show us that this is his life. And by the end of it, he's bored of, of it. And that's why Maybe. he does. That's why he does what, uh, what uh, Bale says. Oh, or I, w- Bale asks, so. I want to get to this too, but we'll, we'll, we'll get to that in a minute. Because I'm yeah. a lot of speculation on that one. Uh-huh. What do you think about um, Yeah, so I'll, I'll talk about Reva. I, I agree with what you're saying about her as what she's doing, but the idea of her is great. Mm-hmm. An old Jedi who turned and is hunting. Like, I didn't yeah. know this thing. Obviously, I, I haven't seen any of the cartoons, Rebels. Uh, I saw a little bit of Clone Wars. I don't know if that matters right now for this. Um, but I don't know about these Inquisitors. I don't know about what happened after Order 66. Mm-hmm. Um, so seeing that stuff and, and then opening on that scene as well was a, quite a surprise. Mm-hmm. Um, opening on the scene with the the young Jedi, I'm like, what are we doing here? Who are these young Jedi? I thought they're all gone, but then seeing it uh, play out a little bit more was really good. Um, and the biggest thing, I, and I was talking to Zeddy about this, it's making the prequels matter. You know, a lot of people shit on the prequels. Um, I like two thirds of them, and absolutely hate one third of them. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I like that it matters. I like the even the opening like uh, recap. When you when you first put it on, it's all stuff from the prequels about Obi Wan and and it, Anakin. It is, but if you like paying attention to it, it kind of cuts out Attack of the Clones and the Phantom Menace. It yeah. really just focuses on Revenge of the Sith. I wonder if that was yeah. strategic because they understand. That- yeah, I think they well they, they tried to do over the, over those three movies. They tried to build relationships. They tried mm-hmm. to build a relationship between Anakin and Obi Wan and Anakin and, pa- and and Padme. I don't think it worked in both of the cases. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's what this one that's what this is really trying to do. Obviously, we see Obi Wan in the very last scene when he realizes that Anakin is alive. Um, we see the scene where he says his name, and obviously, you know, Anakin's floating in the. I don't know a water tank or whatever that it's thing. Bath the tank. Yeah, bath the tank, uh, healing or whatever. Um, so they're really trying to make this the the prequels matter. Really trying to make them, and then maybe I don't know if they're trying to fix them in a way. Um, fix you know, fix past mistakes or you know try and connect things a little bit more. Um, I had a great time with the show and um, uh, a lot of surprises in the show. Mm-hmm. Stuff that I wasn't expecting. You know, I hadn't read anything about it, so I wasn't expecting the inclusion of certain characters. Um, I didn't expect to see Flea as well, which I thought was, was kind of fun. That kind of it kind of threw me off a little bit. You know, they got Bill Burr for the Mandalorian, that kind of throws you off a little bit. But seeing Flea, um, was I could take Bill Burr. But Flea was like out of the blue. Yeah, did not <laughs> yeah, expect <very> strange. Flea. <laughs> 
yes, he is. I think Ewan McGregor really, um, he is a selling point for this series. He mm-hmm. like snaps back into the role and it's just perfect. No complaints on Ewan McGregor at all, especially those final moments of episode, uh, yeah, episode two. Yep. Those were really, really well done. Really well done. I think they are trying to fix mistakes for the prequels. I kind of, I don't know if they, I didn't really get that sense, but I do feel like retcons are coming. Well, and the occlusion of one character, um, who Eric is mentioning here, I think is going to help with the the fixing of some things and, you know, what happened in the prequels. Um, and what, before we get into a little bit more, are you okay with that kind of stuff? You know, we've talked about, you know, how um, comic accuracy changes things, but what do you think about when they change something from, you know, 20 years ago in a movie to something that's a sequel to it in a TV show or a movie going forward? Do you think, you know, the continuity, the retconning of things, does that matter to you? Uh, Flea is a member of the Red Hot Chili Peppers. <laughs> he is the kidnapper, uh, the main kidnapper. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as retconning goes, no, it doesn't bother me as long as it makes sense. I mean, obviously, there's mistakes. There's continuity mistakes between the original trilogy and the prequel trilogy, which is strange considering it's George Lucas who oversaw yep. it all. But in the case of this, where it's new people, I don't really mind it as long as it serves the story's purpose. Like one of the things they seem to be retconning is something I think makes A New Hope better, in a way, because if you know there's already a relationship there, You're right. it helps. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not so out of the blue, and it gives you more context. So, in a way, it enriches it, I suppose. But yep. then you have other Fair. stuff that could be done, like, you know, I, I think it's inevitable we're going to have an Obi-Wan-Anakin rematch of some sort. Yes. Very excited for that. I know a lot of people are not. Hmm. Because of New Hope? Because of right. their duel? Right. Because, right. you know, the dialogue is kind of specific there. Mm-hmm. So you're gonna have to do some some mental gymnastics to make it work, which I, I disagree with. Really, I mean, they they're made 40 years between each other. It's okay. Yep. Yeah, I I agree with that 100. percent The movie's long enough now; you can change things. Um, yeah. It's not it's not the end of the world. Um, like my son, who's watching it, is not gonna be like, "Oh, but they didn't do that." He's no, it's that's not what it's about. If my son can watch this and see Darth Vader and Obi Wan Kenobi fighting, I think that's a win. Yeah, I think so too. And and plus, if I'm being honest, I don't like the fight they have, the, the duel they have in A New Hope. I don't like it. No, to me, and, and I know it's a product of its time, they yeah. couldn't really do a lightsaber duel in that one. So yeah. I get it. But I, I'm not against a, a, you know, a solid rematch. <laughs> um, so yeah, you mentioned you want to talk about a little bit and who mentioned it about the uh, uh, who, Re- who Reva is, why she's angry, why she's hunting Obi-Wan. Um, so yeah, the opening scene, we get to see some young Padawans escaping mm-hmm. the Jedi Temple um, during the Order of 66. And then we learn that Reva was an old Jedi um, who turned um, on the Jedi and is now, a, I don't know, I guess you'd call her a Sith or I don't know. She's sure sister. Yeah. So yeah. So, and you know, they're in, you're you thinking that she was there in oh, the Jedi I, Temple and she escaped? Yeah. I'm not really sure what's going on. There's a reason they showed us that. That's that's my thinking. There's a reason they showed us that. And I'm thinking she was there. But what that has to do with Obi-Wan, I don't know. That's what I was wondering. Why is she angry at Obi-Wan? Obi-Wan wasn't even on that planet at the no, time. No, he was fighting Grievous at the time. Yeah. Uh, the only... Anakin was there, of course. <laughs> 
obviously. <laughs> yeah, Anakin was there. Yoda was off playing. Yoda was on Kashyyyk at the time. I think Mace Windu was already dead. Yeah, Mace Windu was already dead. He's dead. So I'm not sure what the connection is to Obi-Wan, but I do think she had to be in that temple. That had to be the reason they showed us that opening. Well, it's 10 years later. So, so if how old are they when they're Padawans? They're like 9 or 10? Some well, I think they could be older than that, or younger too. So I, I I'm thinking about it. She looks about you know twenty twenty five or yeah, the same age. She was like fifteen ish, like yeah. thirteen to fifteen. Which ten years on top of that, she'd be twenty three or twenty five. So I think yeah. that would work. Mm-hmm. And they do kind of treat her like the youngest one there. Mm-hmm. So that that's my guess. But I want to know what the connection is. It, it can't just be she wants to be Anakin's best friend. Yes, uh, you know, and I like that. That, that this Jedi thing, the hunt, hunting Jedi thing, but I just want to see why. Um, one thing that I didn't like about it was a certain, there was an action scene in it where Obi-Wan is on the roof. Um, yeah. He's getting shot at. Yeah, and Reva is somewhere and she's mm-hmm. jumping and doing flips, which is cool. But then, so the fight ends, Anakin or Obi-Wan shoots a guy, that guy, the Velociraptor um, bounty hunter, he dies. Reva's still jumping and jumping and jumping, and then Obi-Wan just walks away, and I don't know where Reva was. How many space kilometers was she from them? Because like, it didn't yeah, seem she like she was that mile. far. <laughs> she, no. she could see what was going on, so she wasn't that far. And with the parkour she was doing, she was like Assassin's Creed across these rooftops. <laughs> That's what it felt like, yeah. Like Assassin's Creed with the speed of Moon Knight or something, because he also was doing some parkour there. <laughs> I'm, I'm not really sure how she missed the fight. And, yeah. and like Grab said, where was she going? I don't know. And then Why she ends up in some crazy. random alley. Yeah, I don't know. It's very, that whole thing was very strange. I'm like, okay, you know, they're going to have a battle of some kind. And then he just and, walks away. And, and she was just like perched on a random rooftop, like Batman waiting yeah, for something was, to go on. Yeah, she was Batman waiting for the bat signal to come up in the and, sky. And, <laughs> and then I'm, I'm going to nitpick some more and read because you, you guys opened the can here. When Obi-Wan escapes, right? Yeah. She is like eye level with the door. And she's just sitting there screaming, Obi-Wan, yeah. and just going nuts. Like, lady, yeah. aren't you a Jedi or a Sith? Yeah. Come stick on. Your, yeah, stick your lightsaber through the side of the hole. Do that or use some down. kind of yeah, use some kind of force powers. Do something except yell into yeah. the void. Come on. Mm-hmm. That's my nitpick. But I still like the show and I liked her. Yeah, it was just small things um, for me. Nothing took me out of it. No. Um, The biggest thing that took me out of it was the surprise. I guess we'll just mention it because it's been mentioned in the comments. Um, But the the inclusion of Leia. You know, no, I did. I loved it. I just didn't expect it at all. Like, I wasn't expecting this whole Alderaan and, you know, um, You know, old man uh, Organa, um, you know, and, and, and Leia. I was not expecting this, This, you know, I don't know if we're going to see more of it, but this subplot, I was not expecting at all. Um, I don't think we will. I think that this was just to kickstart the two episodes. Mm, okay. Um, but I really liked the actress. I liked the way mm-hmm. the character was written. Very happy with it. Yeah. Um, I didn't... Uh, I don't think she was in trailers. I talked to Nico about it. I don't think we don't think she was in trailers or anything, or even mentioned who she was playing. But uh, Nico said they did mention she was cast. The little girl was cast, not who she was playing. So um, that was a complete surprise. Um, Jimmy Smith was a complete surprise. Love it. 
Yeah, it. one of my favorite scenes is uh, just when you see him for the first time, honestly. Yeah. And I love the thing with the Jawa because it, it's fun when you watch that and then you think in A New Hope how he's still messing with Jawas. <laughs> <laughs> if you're going to steal my things, at least clean them. That's uh, right. Yeah, it had, had a lot of good stuff, I think. A solid start, yeah. really solid start. Yeah, I like the stuff with Le- Leia too. I like how sassy she was. I like the yeah. conversation that he uh, she has with um, with Jimmy Smith about being a leader. Mm-hmm. Um, how she says she doesn't want to be a senator, all that kind I of stuff. I love that. That's that's yep. whole exchange. And then the other one closer to the end, where Obi Wan says, "I knew someone like you," mm-hmm. <clears throat> talking about uh, her mother. Obviously, I thought that was a really really good stuff. Yeah, that so kind of went over the... my head the first time. Okay. Yeah. I, I thought she was talking about. I thought she was talking about Anakin. Hmm. But yeah, so if, if there was a bad action scene in the in this <clears throat> second episode, there's a really lame one in the first one too, um, where she gets captured. It's that little run through the woods. Mm-hmm. You know, they, these are grown men, and they're getting stopped by twigs um, that she's putting in their way, and they can't jump over these twigs. They can't run faster than a little girl in the woods. I thought that was pretty lame too. So so far the action is kind of so so, um, and more of the storytelling. Um, so far has really worked for me as well as the actors. I wasn't, I'm not as down on Riva as you are. I understand. I, I don't hate her or anything. I understand where you're coming from for sure. And it's really interesting considering where she is left off um, at the end of the episode with what happens between her and uh, the Grand Inquisitor. I don't, uh, I don't know. Maybe, it'll, maybe it will come back around, but that would be a large retcon if mm-hmm. some, if Anakin finds out. Yes. That is a large retcon. So that one, I don't know. We'll have to see how it plays out. Yeah, I read something about that on, I forget where it was today, but who this Grand Inquisitor was and where he is, else he is in the Star Wars universe. So He's around. <laughs> I don't know much <laughs> about these characters, but uh, I play Jedi Fallen, or Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, and mm-hmm. they play a, a large part in that. Yep. Uh, yeah, so that's Kenobi. Excited about it. Ready to watch more. Ready to see where Elsa goes. Um, more, please. Story. <laughs> more, please. Please, uh, uh, Yeah. So that's what we read, what we watched this week, guys. Let's get into the poll from last week. Um, oh, that's the wrong poll. Maybe that is the right poll. Which one is the poll from last week? Something about the new actors one? Yes. That's right. Uh, oh, yeah, I got it here. Uh, no actor wants to play a single character forever. So it's inevitable that we're going to see new Iron Man, Wolverine, Captain America, etc. Do you want new actors or would you rather them just retire the character? We've got uh, we had options in our poll. Yes. No. Depends on the timing. And the Batman is on HBO Max. The winner was yes. Everyone is pretty comfortable um, with getting new characters or new actors cast in older roles. You know, we're eventually going to see, I assume, uh, a new Iron Man. We've seen multiple Batman. We've seen multiple Spider-Man. Uh, Chris, what do you think? Uh, is, is, what's more important, the character or the actor? No actor is bigger than any character. So just recast. I'm cool with it. <laughs> I love James Bond. He gets recast every few years. Batman it gets recast every few years. It's part of it. You can't have these actors. They they cannot dedicate their lives to it. You know. Mm-hmm. That said, I hope Pattinson stays around for like ten years. But <laughs> that's right. <laughs> I mean, I'd like to see them. You know, play significant, uh, play the role a significant amount of times as long as they they like it, of course. But when they're done, they're done. 
Yeah, I think uh, I, I'm in the same boat as you, and it seems like everybody else was kind of in the poll as well. Um, our friend Aaron said that's Marvel's next hurdle. Um, DC has been doing it for decades, but this whole multiverse makes things more interesting. Um, Comic Guy Steve on Twitter says new actors for characters only as part of a new universe. <laughs> so if there's any sort of reboot, I'm good with it. What do you think about that idea, Chris? We're kind of holding on to what you have created, but if you're going to reboot, restart, that's a, a time to a time to change. Uh, yeah, I could go for that. I, I think that's actually a good way to do it too, because I, you might have less fan baggage on that one. Like, oh, okay, this is a new Tony Stark. Because I, let's face it, Tony Stark and Wolverine are the two big ones. You will yeah. not please fans. It doesn't matter if you get like like you find a way to transfer the actual comic book into the film. You know, it, it's people aren't going to buy it. They're going to have have a hard time with it. So. Yeah, if you do the new universe, that does help. I'm I'm cool with that. But I also think, I mean, we're used to recast. We're used to actually being recast. I don't think it's as big of a deal, even in the universe. And you don't have to wink at it or acknowledge it. You just do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Eric has mentioned in uh, on our poll and in the comments that he wants to see Laura as the next Wolverine. I think that. What do you think that idea of instead of recasting the like recasting Batman or recasting Wolverine, you bring in somebody else who has also been that character. So like instead of, re- yeah, instead of Bruce Wayne as, as Batman, you, instead of that, you do a Dick Grayson Batman movie or something like that. You don't. I know you don't like that idea. You don't do that. It's just we an example, do Chris. It's just an example. It's just an example. A bad example. Yeah. So what do you think about that idea? Um, no, like a legacy character? One. Yeah. In, instead of, instead of uh, Logan, let's have Laura. Um, yeah, no, I'm cool with that. Is that the easier way to do it, for sure? I think that that is a great way to do it when you have, like, Logan and Laura are, to me, a specific kind of thing because yeah. they are both Wolverine, mm-hmm. and I want the Wolverines on screen. I want them both. But, yeah, if they just went with Laura, I'd be completely cool with that. You could just have Laura. You, you, but you would have to explain where she comes from, so you're going to need a Logan in some capacity. So even then, you're still going to have to deal with a recast. But I think of other other characters that that could work with. Well, so I was thinking we got Sam Wilson as Capri. Love that. Yeah. Um, there's others. Like, isn't there a different Aquaman? Yeah, there's um, uh, what's his name from Young Justice, Calder. Um, right. Jack uh, Jackson Hyde. Donna Troy. Yeah, well, that's the whole thing that DC was doing with. Um, with what you call it, the um, the comic line that they did, um, where it changed everything. What the hell was that called? Um, anyways, where they had like Yara, Wonder Woman. Oh, uh, uh, Future Jace State. Is bat- yeah, Future State. Jace is Batman. Yeah, Jason John is Superman. Batman that kind of thing. Um, so I think that, I, I wonder if that's a better way to go rather than recasting. Um, like Eventually you're going to recast, but um, I keep thinking about this Black Panther thing. Mm-hmm. Um, as well, where they didn't uh, recast after uh, Chadwick Boseman died. No, they did legacy. Oh. They're doing the legacy thing. Yeah, exactly. So, I wonder if so. If you have to recast, you don't do it right away, um, like what they're mm-hmm. doing with Sam with um, with Anthony Mackie as Cap in in Captain America Four. They're not just bringing in a new. You know, I know it's, it makes sense in the story why there is no Steve Rogers mm-hmm. um, because of Endgame. But instead of just bringing Steve Rogers in right away, let's let's do a different one and then. When you know Anthony Mackie does one, two, three movies, after that that'll be like ten years, and then we'll recast uh, Steve Rogers. 
Yeah, I'm cool with that. I don't mind legacy characters. The thing for me with legacy characters is, and <laughs> I was making the joke, no Dick Grayson Batman, but if, if they did it, fine. I, I don't really care. Um, Batman's Batman. but And I'd give it a shot. But, you know, um, the thing about legacy characters, they fit because yeah. the, it's already there. You know, it's not like they decided to. What is the character's name on Gotham Knights? Who? Bruce Wayne's new son. What is his name? Um, Hunter or. Was it Hunter Hayes or something like that? Yeah, I think that's it. I'll look it up. I was going to call him Isaac Hayes, but that's, that's a different man. That's a whole different thing. Uh, well, anyway. It, when there's like an established legacy character, I think that's cool. Turner. I personally like, huh? Turner Hayes. Turner Hayes, even better. Like if that's they worse were, than what we were thinking. Yeah. Like if they went straight to like a Damien Batman, all for it. Yeah. Or even like a Terry McGinnis Batman Beyond, all mm-hmm. for that too. Um, yeah. Laura, let's do that because there are ways around recasting the character because I, I think that the universes have grown beyond just the one character. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense, yeah, for sure it does. There's a lot of ways to do it, but you know, you just can't stick with oh, this actor played the character. We don't need to ever see him again. No, <laughs> I'm not. Yeah, like we only had um, 2.7% of the vote was no, so everyone is pretty open to it happening. Um, and I think you know, at a certain point, I wonder about the idea of being upset about a um, an actor's casting in a superhero role considering what you know have we ever been right about a of a of, about complaining about an actor being cast as somebody i mean that's like just Heath ledger complained about ben affleck people complained about people complaining about robert pattinson like eventually <laughs> you know, <is> right. <laughs> yeah um you know we, we we if once we see the movie we eventually just you know change our minds and mm-hmm. say oh you know it was a good thing after all um, you know, at a certain point, we have to just accept that this, these things happen, um, and the studios know what they're doing when it comes to casting. Most of the time, we're not casting directors. No, and and I think also at the end of the day, there's no reason to judge something before you watch it. You know, yeah. I'm always in that wait and see mode. Let's see how it plays out. Mm-hmm. If I don't like it after I watch it, fine. If I hated it, fine again. I'll wait for the next one. That's right. It's kind of the way I look at it. But yeah, you know, everybody's entitled to their opinion, and some people just do not like things like this, and that's fine mm-hmm. too. I'm trying to think if there was if there was one that I would actually be upset about. Now, you mentioned James Bond. Um, obviously, Daniel Craig's come to his um, conclusion mm-hmm. in a certain way. But maybe, do you think if Daniel Craig didn't have a fitting end, and they just cast somebody else for? I don't know, story reasons, they wanted to go younger for some reason, and they didn't get that closure. Do you think you would be upset about that? No, I was actually ready to say goodbye after Spectre. Yeah. I, I consider No Time to Die as a bonus. A big bonus. <laughs> a wonderful bonus. Yeah, great bonus. Um, Jeez. You know, I just kind of, I, I don't think you need to send, you, so Chadwick Boseman, I think, is a very specific case. Yeah. Because he was the first Black Panther, he's the only Black Panther, and he embodied that role so well, mm-hmm. and he was just so good in it. I can see where there's the hesitation, well, how do we recast him? That's kind of a different thing. Mm-hmm. But it just kind of varies on these things, you know? 100%. Uh, so that's the poll for last week, guys. We got another one up on the Twitter account right now, at Geek. 
do you usually watch or read things based solely on the talent involved or does the contents concept need to grab you first? So it's kind of a, a bridge off of what we were just talking about. Um, you know, does a new actor in something or a, um, a new writer, a new character get you more involved in that in that uh, property? So let us know on the Twitter account, Twitter account, guys. Make sure you give us some comments as well and we will read them on the show. And don't be shy if you only watch Broly short movies. <laughs> I hope nobody does. He was actually supposed to be the, the caveman in Encino, man. I just found that out the other day. Instead of Brandon Fraser? Mm-hmm. was supposed to be oh. Pauly Shore. Huh. That would have changed the whole movie, I think. Like That would have changed, have... changed a lot of things. <laughs> <They're Yeah. good. laughs> I don't know if it would have been his memorable. It's, you know, I don't even know if new, the new generation knows that movie very well. I don't, I don't think so. Like, I, I know my kid has no idea what Encino is. Nope. I don't think I want them to know what Encino Man is. I think Encino Man is educational. So. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> educational. <laughs> uh, all right, guys. So make sure you head over to our Twitter account and let us know about our poll. Chris, anything else you want to talk about before we get on out of here? Uh, there was something, but I cannot remember right now. What are you excited for next week? Um, next week, I'm just going to check the upcoming comics because I don't really know what's coming out. There's not much for DC. They're on annual week. So there's the Batman annual, the Action Comics annual. Hmm. Um, you just read Little Monsters 3, but Little Monsters 4 um, comes out next week. It's a doozy. Got a chance to read that one already. Yeah, grabs all of it. Also, um, our good friend James Tynan has... Uh, a book out um, next week. It's one that he did on his Substack that okay. Image picked up called The Closet. Um, it's an interesting one as well. I think, Chris, you'll dig it. Yeah, it's called The Closet. Uh, okay. It's hard to tell you what the story's about. Um, monsters in your closet is uh, simple terms. So like um, Scary Monsters, Inc. Scary Monsters, Inc. Yeah. Um, okay. It, there's three pages, maybe two pages, um, that actually made me feel pretty scared when I watched it. Um, have you seen the movie Mulholland Drive? I don't think I have, no. Okay, so there's a scene in that where there's two people sitting in a diner, and the one is telling him a story, uh, telling the other person a story. Um, and it's pretty a scary story, um, but then they walk out in the parking lot, and the story that that guy just told happens in that parking lot. And it's a very slow-moving scene. Um, nobody raises their voice. There's no really scary, ominous music. Um, I relate that to the closet. It's very calm, and it's actually pretty um, relaxed. There is raised voices, but not in the way that makes it scary. Um, but then once the, the the scary thing does happen, it just made me feel pretty uneasy. Um, so I'm looking forward to that one. It's only three issues. Okay. Uh, which is kind of interesting. If you were subscribed to James Tynan's Substack, you would have read it already, but it's coming out uh, for Image uh, next week. So if you can get your hands on that one, I would recommend uh, reading that. I will check that out. I, I like his stuff that's horror and, and different topics mm -hmm. from what I've read. Agreed. So, yeah, I'm going to watch more Stranger Things Season 4 with my daughter. Also, I've been watching The Lincoln Lawyer on Netflix. I heard that's very uh, good. I want to watch that too. It's it's very good. So I recommend watching that. I've been, I got to catch up on that. Uh, I put aside strange new worlds uh, this week. Uh, the meaning to get to that and something else. Oh, I put off watching Bosch legacy to watch the Lincoln lawyer. 
Um, so I switched Michael Conley um, characters and got into that. So I'm going to make sure I catch up on those this week. I'm going to catch up on Strange New Worlds too. I'm two episodes behind. Yeah, I, uh, I'm i one episode behind. One just came out on Thursday. So Yeah, I'm, I'm the two, so I need to finish that. I would have watched it um, when I got home on Thursday night, but Kenobi. So. Kenobi. <laughs> Kenobi, you know. Also, I got this this week, which was really fun. What do you got there? So this is, um, it's a line from Hasbro of X-Men action figures, and they come in these VHS-style boxes. Pretty cool. I love it already. Yes, the figures back here, I, if I grab them, I'm going to knock all this other stuff down, but we're going to try this, just because I think he's awesome. Hold your breath. Hey, we didn't have anything down. What I like hey. about him is, I don't know if you can see it, he comes with the, uh, the picture of Gene and Scott. <laughs> from <laughs> I love this thing. That's so funny. <laughs> yeah, because you know they they actually have a twelve inch version of him that comes with a I think it's a bed he sits on and he can hold the, the picture frame. It's really funny. I love that that uh, that meme is a is an all timer. It is, and now there's a figure or two to go with it. Nice. So that adds some color to your little table over there of all black people. You got Batman in a black suit. And well, you got the Joker's, Joker's pretty dark. Oh uh, yeah. Who's to Batman's right? Batman's right, your left? No, the your left. Yeah, who's that? That's Frankenstein. Okay, I thought it was Michael Myers for a minute. No, the only Michael Myers away. I have is the pop figure. <laughs> I'll take it. Yeah, and now I need to rearrange that because you can't. Even, nobody, could, it, I can't even tell what's on there most of the time. <laughs> that was it. I just wanted to talk about Wolverine for a second. <laughs> oh, there's always time for to Wolverine here. There is. All right, hit us up with some plugs, and we'll get on out of here. Okay, you guys can follow me on Twitter at thatchris70. But as usual, I prefer that you guys follow the, uh, the show at G of the Geeks. Um, we have a bunch of fun stuff going on there with polls and, and different things. We like to ask questions, what you guys read, or what you think of this or that. So uh, find us there, and there's a bunch of YouTube stuff. Emma knows how to explain Hey, you can follow me on Twitter at Emmett Davis Seven, um, and like Chris said, we are available. Uh, Gathering of the Geeks is available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcast. Just search Gathering of the Geeks, and you will find us. Um, I want you to hit us up with some Apple reviews uh, and likes as well. That'd be fun. Um, I don't know what we would do with it. Uh, I think it'd just make everyone here feel very warm inside. If you gave us a like on Apple Podcasts. And uh, we may have. Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. So we may have some fun giveaways coming too. Yeah, things are in the works for different shows, um, more audio-only shows, some giveaways. Uh, so yeah, stick with us, guys. Uh, we're having a good time doing it. So I just want to say thanks to Grabs, Seti, Lauren, Eric, Matthew Anderson for jumping in. Uh, thanks, guys, as always, uh, for watching and saying all that for Chris and I'm Emmett, and we gather on Sundays. Latest, Gators.